Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Ellie Danka, Timothy Go and Chua Tian with you. It's time now for In the Spotlights. This year, 2023, has a lot to offer when it comes to international travel. I'm sure you've already started traveling, right? And with various countries finally opening up after the pandemic years, it's an excellent opportunity for travelers to explore new destinations. Yes, of course, one of the reasons people travel is to stay in incredible accommodation. That's where you spend money, right? It could be a nice, luxurious private island or one of those eco-lodges that you Everybody's got their own taste, you know, you got your own thing. So uh, today we're going to take a look at some of the uh, newest accommodations as the hospitality industry is gearing up to launch new hotels in Asia. On the line with me right now is Rajit Sukumaran, Managing Director, Southeast Asia and Korea for IHD Hotels and Resorts. Uh, Rajit, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Elliot. I'm well, thank you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. So I understand IG Hotels and Resorts, you know, it's it's got quite a number of new hotel openings around Asia. Any chance you could share with us them? And, you know, how excited does that make you in terms of expanding that brand's portfolio? Sure. Uh, you know, really exciting time at IG Hotels and Resorts. We had quite a few new recent hotel openings in Asia. And it's always great to be growing our portfolio and offering travelers more stay options, right? So it gives us the opportunity to give our guests, you know, new experiences to discover. For sure. So where can where are these new hotel openings in Asia in particular? Quite a few. Maybe I'll just pick out a few. It starts from, I guess, we look at Japan. We've got Woko uh, Osaka Central, which is uh, in central Osaka. Great location, beautiful property. And then you move down south. We've got hotels that open in Vietnam, Danang, Woko Mabel, Danang. It's a new brand entry in the market. It provides probably one of the best views from Danang. Bangkok in Thailand, we have the Intercontinental Bangkok, which isn't a new op- uh, opening, but the reopening of a recently renovated hotel. It really defines how luxury is viewed in, in the market. And then closer to home in Singapore, we've got the recently opened All In Express and Suites in Novena. Great oh. hotel. A great offering from a food and beverage standpoint, too. Mm. Rajit, I couldn't help but get excited when you mentioned uh, Vietnam and Japan markets, uh, Danang and Osaka. I'm here to Japan myself next week. What about these markets excite you? What about these markets excite me? Wow, there's a lot to talk about, right? <laughs> the food so, for um, one. <laughs> uh, that's right, that's right. So Vietnam, it's such a growing market, right? Mm. With so much to explore there. Whether you prefer the, the cities or, or the beaches or the wonderful mountain regions, it's just a market which has got amazing variety in its offerings. And the infrastructure in Vietnam has also been one which has been keeping up with growth, right? So you're actually fast expanding infrastructure, which makes it easier to get to these new destinations, which is usually, you know, a bit of a deterrent when you're going into new uncharted waters. But it's great there. And the food, like you mentioned, right? Fantastic. So much choice. The cuisine is just amazing. And then if you look at Japan, well, that's another dynamic country on its own, right? So, so many different areas to discover from cities, to the shopping, to the mountains, to the onsens. You know, who doesn't like Japan? And then all of us love Japanese food, right? So I guess that doesn't need much explanation there. I always say like with Japan, it's kind of a safe, it can't go wrong type of holiday. Oh, you don't know where to go? Go to Japan. It'll, it'll be That's fine. Right. But this is a bit of a two-part question, uh, uh, Rajit. You open a hotel in a new location. One thing is you got to stand out from other players, which is my question. But at the same time, how do you do that while maintaining the brand identity? 
Sure. So I guess we stand out by offering different experiences, right? So gone are the days where you just build a hotel that looks different and you kind of expect that to stand on its own. So you have to stand out by offering different experiences. Take, take for example, the Volco brand, which debuted in Danang recently. Everyone in Singapore is familiar with the brand because we opened the Volco Orchard Singapore in the middle of Orchard Road. So Volco offers a very unstuffy, a different stay experience to what we typically would in some of the other brands we have. So incorporating you know, some of these cultural elements you see in Danang into the design, into even the service offering to form something quite authentic, which you know, can only be delivered at the Volco Marbell Danang, right? So the focus is on upholding the you know, service standards to ensure the guests walk away with amazing experiences that create wonderful memories. And that is what actually sets us apart, right? It is the experiences and memories that we leave behind. The guests kind of like walk away with, uh, which kind of distinguishes us when we open these new hotels and new locations. Mm. How different is it when it comes to revamping a hotel? And obviously, I'm referring to the multi-billion dollar overhaul at Intercontinental Bangkok. I mean, this sounds exciting and challenging at the same time. Tell us more. Yeah, I know. It's definitely exciting and challenging. And and revamping does require a bit of a change, right? Because you don't want to run the risk of having a renovation and someone walks in and sees the same hotel. So you want to make sure there's something different just coming out of it. So the, the Intercontinental Bangkok has been there in a part of the Bangkok landscape for two decades now. It reopened after an extensive renovation first June this year. And the idea was to kind of, you know, most meant to showcase luxury to be defined. So basically showcasing what the modern luxury traveler is looking for these days. So it's got 381 all-new luxury guest rooms, which include the Club Intercontinental Lounge, a top-tier suites, which are all part of the offering, seven dining and bar concepts with unique culinary experiences. We also debuted the first California-inspired restaurant, SoCal, which is also one which it's kind of getting rave reviews from quite a few people. Lots of dining options in the hotel and in the local area too. So it's a great location, close to BTS. It's got those foundational elements which is not changing, but then the experience has been kind of elevated with a redefined luxury product, which is kind of like you know appealing to quite a few of the travelers coming in. Rajit, I'm saving your number. You had me at seven dining and bar concepts. <laughs> I'm it's all a tough in for one, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in Bangkok after all. Is it hard, you know, when it comes to, how should I put this? Like like personalization, this is a word that keeps going around. Personalization, doing something that's tailored to every type of traveler. How do you manage this, this new trend? Yeah, so it's definitely a term which is very popular in the industry now, right? End of the day, because it's all boils down experiences. So IHG, if you look at IHG, we, we offer 19 brands, over 6,000 hotels and resorts globally across 100 countries, right? So this, this ranges quite a bit. We've got our reimagined upper luxury brand, region hotels and resorts, and we've got the Holiday Inn brand family, which is much beloved by everyone, right? So you have diverse choices and options to cater to every type of traveler. And how we try to address personalization is that we create hotel products and, and services and experiences for every type of stay occasion. So when you travel for business, when you travel for, for, for leisure, it is different expectations and you can pick different hotels to kind of get those experiences. And mm. that's what we're trying to do. And then we link it all together with the IHG One Rewards Program, mm. you know, which is our loyalty program, which helps members personalize the experience by choosing the experiences they're looking for. So giving choice back to the guests is how we wow. kind of like, you know, cater to this personalization trend.
Rajit, I got to be honest with you. I mean, tourism and hotels has been quite an interest of uh, my producers and myself ever since the pandemic. And we've noticed that travelers, you know, especially out of the pandemic, have prioritized things like cleanliness, looking for those stamps of approval and whatnot. Where are we at right now? What do what do travelers prioritize, and what do they prioritize when they see? Oh, this is a new hotel. So, what do they prioritize? I guess you know, like you mentioned, it was cleanliness was yeah. the big thing during the pandemic days. But those have become table stakes now, right? So you no longer can distinguish yourself by talking about those things. Everyone's different in the travel. So for some, it's a location. So it's a location being the most important part. But for others, it could just be you know the occasion or an experience they're looking for. So. Guest reviews and influencers, influencer travelers play a big part in hotel choices these days. So when it comes to prioritization, cost, cost is another consideration. Some travelers are looking for value for money, while others are looking to search in for a special occasion. If you look at Bangkok itself, we've got a number of amazing hotels. It all depends on the experience you're looking for. And we have you know, the hotel that kind of suit your, suit your experience or your stay occasion when you go to Bangkok. Rajit, I'm sorry, I got to put you on the spot. This is something that our producers, myself included, have been curious about for the longest time. New hotel means you won't have a lot of reviews yet. How do you guys in the hotel industry approach such a thing? Well, it's part of marketing, right? So uh-huh. I guess we do have, you know, uh, invited guests to come in and do, do reviews. And, and you know, we, when we do open up hotels, it's about ensuring we're reaching out to the right guests out there. We have a lot of... Re- guests from our loyalty program that keep coming and trying new hotels and, and they are the first ones to go out and, and give an opinion on how the hotels are. And then it is obviously down to location, product and the offering at the hotel itself, which will stand on its own depending on what you're looking for for your travel. Mm, very nice. Okay, let's talk about what's next for the travel and hospitality industry. What's your observation? Where do you see this industry as far as trends go for the rest of the year and beyond? So maybe I start with observations. Okay. So, Travel is definitely back. I mean, you might have heard this a million times already, but travel is definitely back. We're seeing demand consistently improving, right? It's not just a peak here and then a draw coming up. It's consistently improving. Airlift is increasing, which Mm. is fantastic. You know, we're seeing, you know, we still have some ways to go before hitting 2019 levels, but all indications are that it's getting there, right? Travelers have been prioritizing travel, which is another trend we saw during previous, you know, downturns, that travel is among the most resilient of discretionary spending. Right. Yeah. So that's the last thing the consumers want to give up on. So that's a, that's a good thing. And business surveys are all indicating that travel will return in a big way. I mean, we've got the Oxford Economics talking about how it's going to get back to 2019 levels by 2024. But I think one of the key observations I've seen, and which is going to be a trend going forward, is that experiences are new currency for travelers. Yeah. People are looking to rediscover familiar locations, discover new places immerse themselves in new local experience. So that's going to be the distinguishing factor. That's going to be the new currency for travel. Oh, as far as trends are concerned, yeah. I, I see, you know, very healthy travel demand that's going yeah. to go across Asia, business and group travel. You're going to see airlift continue to grow. You're seeing Singapore Airlines recently announcing, you know, the more routes in 2024. So that's going to keep, you know, going yeah. on as a trend. More choices as more hotels are opening. Mm. We all want choices when we travel, and that's what's happening, right? So you're seeing more hotels opening, you know, and you're going to see a lot more choices coming out there. Yeah. Travelers looking for experiential experiences. So it's no longer about trying to destination. It's more about what they're going to experience from the whole travel experience, travel, uh, from the whole travel. Yeah. So much to discover, and they want to travel more to get more experience and the more memories to be built. 
Yeah, if we weren't spoiled before, we certainly are going to get spoiled uh, in the years ahead. I've been speaking with Rajit Sukumaran, who is Managing Director, Southeast Asia and Korea, IHG Hotels and Resorts. I appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great Thursday evening. Thanks, Elliot. Have a good time. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.